Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Plex Podcast. We do this show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. Pacific to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. You can join the chat at discord.me slash echoplex and you can support this project at patreon.com slash echoplex. Also, just check out everything on our website, echoplexmedia.com. Enjoy the show.
right, everybody. It's like almost eight o'clock. So uh, thanks for tuning into the Plex. We do this show live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into red light. I am producer Dave. You can find me on the contact page of our website, echoplexmedia.com. And uh, you on the blue mic. Give give some more information. On the blue mic with the blue hair. This is the media wench. You can also find me on the contact page at echoplexmedia.com. You can donate to this money pit of a program at uh, patreon.com slash echoplex. Join our chat room, discord.me slash echoplex. I'll save some stuff for the rest of the panel. Who are you, sir? Oh, I believe, at least last time I checked, I was the Jared Monster, and you can get a hold of us here at the Plex at 415-903-PLEX. 415-903-PLEX. Yay, that was the first time I did it. Woo! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me on Instagram and shit. Who are you, lady? This is The Good Wife. You can find me on the tweet box at Eplex Good Wife. And apparently, the councilman, my husband, here to the right of me, thinks soaking is ill. <laughs> More on that during red light. Soaking, soaking. Uh, yeah, and this is the aforementioned councilman. You can find me up in City Hall filing a complaint on your conditional use permit. <laughs> uh, but you can also uh, learn about me at Stupid. THE underscore councilman, where I uh, assist the good wife in punching unpunched Nazis and calling out people like uh, Mike Tharnovich and Justin Peterson and Stefan Molyneux. And producer Dave, I really think we need to give the people what they desire. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops Who donate the cops Or when the raiders come Who will protect the shops Donate the cops They're a sensitive bunch If you don't stop throwing your rocks Snap, crackle, pop It's the sound of a taser Your body drops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops Donate the cops like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Follow the law, don't hate the cops. Oh!
so we're gonna get right to it we got uh local goes national somebody want to tell me what this is because I, I i don't have the patience for this doesn't need a lot shit. of lead in but we, we'll talk a lot about it on the back end of the first clip i'm sure but uh laura ingram's gonna explain what it's about and i think the good wife's gonna have a few things to say in an Ingram Angle exclusive, we have more details about illegal alien Carlos Arevalo Carranza, who was arrested for the brutal murder of Bambi Larson in San Jose, California. Earlier today, the Ingram Angle was contacted by an anonymous source with knowledge of the case. This person obtained what they said was the copy of the DHS immigration detainer notice of the action dated October 9, 2018 for Carranza. And after we got our hands on this document, we verified its authenticity directly with DHS officials. Now remember, the county has insisted all along that they are not at fault for the fact that Carranza was not detained or deported prior to the killing. They even went so far as to blame ICE for the release of this suspect. However, as you can see clearly here, the detainer is not stamped, quote, is stamped not honored for county policy, indicating that it was the sanctuary city status that was directly at fault for this crime and for the man being on the loose. Obviously, he wouldn't have been here to commit the crime if he had been detained by ICE and deported out of the country. Get up, good wife. So there was a woman who was murdered in February in like uh, somewhere in South Central San Jose, kind of rough neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it wasn't Santa like Santa Teresa. Yeah, Santa Teresa. Yeah, the Santa Teresa neighborhood. Um, That's where we live. Yeah, <laughs> like, is that our neighborhood? Sure. And there was, and it was a really brutal murder, like of a of a you know this poor woman who she was brutally murdered, right? Uh, and they had arrested the person a few weeks later, and they come to find out San Jose Police Department comes to find out that he is an undocumented immigrant and has been deported a few times. Um, and was should have not been here, like full stop, right? The count, the current county policy, there is no sanctuary county status. The sa- county of Santa Clara is not a sanctuary county. They're just sent in the reading. It's it, the the county policy says <laughs> if you want, if you want, uh, if ICE wants the ICE, ICE has to come and get the person, right? But they have to show a warrant to show that that person is really undocumented, mm. right? They have to be like, this person is definitely undocumented. This is a warrant, bench warrant. And they send it to the county of Santa Clara and the county of Santa Clara stamps it, says, okay, come and get him, right? So somewhere along the line, they didn't have a warrant. And so they couldn't they couldn't do anything because the policy said, if you have a warrant, then we'll keep him for you. If you don't, we're, we have to release him and you have to go get him. We'll tell you where he is. Mm. But like because there is a California Supreme Court pending case up there, that's what the policy is about. Now, this bitch, right? (laughs) (laughs) You've you've already you've won the argument. This bitch, (laughs) she got some sort of anonymous tip, right? But I will tell you right now that the city of San Jose, the mayor and the and the chief of police are all like blaming the county because they say it's the county's fault. But they made this into this huge thing without knowing all the facts, mm-hmm. saying that it was our fault when in reality it was their fault, right? And so 
they did the huge press conference, like made a big splash about it. And then you come to find out that they don't know shit about the fucking policy or the law. So now they're sending a bunch of the crazy. They then started calling in like Fox News, like sending tips and like doing all these things so that we would get all these phone calls. So now we get phone calls and emails at the county because these assholes don't know what they're talking about. Good wife, if you wanted to do a little bit of public service, if you could just accidentally... If you thought you'd get away with it, just put our phone number on some of the <laughs> Be like nights and weekends. Right, right. I should do that. Yes. Thank you so much for calling. Um, I really want to get back to you, but um, I just really can't talk right now. Can you give me a call this weekend on my personal line? It's 415-903-7539. That's what we should do. We should redirect everyone to the to our voicemail. And they will and leave all the, the messages. Message on our, uh, change the message. Well, it's a robo voice, right? So That's even better. Yeah, just thank you like for government, calling. Government I'm sorry, I haven't, I haven't sent my voicemail up yet. It's some weird voice, you know. So just leave a message and I'll call you back. It would be government office number four seven two seven four two five one. Leave P- message. Please leave a message. It's just the producer just repeating Cal- numbers over and over again. So the councilman is trying to figure out why I come home so angry because, like, I'm really annoyed. <laughs> about like you know us getting all these calls and emails and, and finally I'm reading them to him and he is just like his brain is like <laughs> it is like living in our derp has but the whole, like the whole at world work. the whole world has gone red light the whole, the whole world office. has gone red light and I really truly believe like at this point I might call y'all in and be like I need you to help me here <laughs> the because whole office has gone red light the whole office has gone red light well I think Laura Ingram is gonna maybe put your mind at ease no. doubtful now tonight we can also tell you that DHS just confirmed to us, just shortly before the show uh, uh, went to air, that the suspect was not only in the country illegally, but had left and then re-entered after he claimed asylum and passed that initial credible fear screening in an interview with border officials. Well, it sounds like the border officials done fucked up this time. Right. Aren't you fucking pom-pomming and cheerle- oh, is that maybe? Aren't you putting on the Superman cape for the Border Patrol agents and the fucking INS and shit lady mm-hmm. and ICE? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, but it's now it's the asylum program that's corrupt and... and but who runs... Oh, never mind. I, yeah, sorry. Right. Category error. Categorical error, now it's not. Now it's not the wall. Now it's the people coming through the ports of entry who are claiming asylum, and that process is screwed up. Better put up a wall. Yeah, put we better put up a wall. Cages. That's right. So we can stop... Every- this is an emergency. Yeah. I mean, it is. Veto. I mean, the, 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 they're totally... It, there is certainly an emergency. Red alert, red alert, Napalm. catastrophe. There's like, certainly a situation. There's a situation and an emergency, but Laura Ingram, hold on, let's see. There's a little more. She got 30, we got 38 more seconds, 37.92 seconds. I hate this cunt. <sighs> now we learned this shocking information just hours after a bipartisan majority in Congress rejected the president's emergency border declaration. And we have to be clear here. Trump's declaration would not change current asylum laws, which are, you know, simply put, I've gone through this countless times on this show, pathetically easy to game. But a wall, which he does want and which we need, does help with the overall flow of the illegals, the prioritization of the Border uh, Patrol officials, and also, of course, sends a very strong message to those wanting to come into this country for reasons that are criminal, fraudulent or otherwise. Oh, shit. You know what? They outlawed illegal immigration and I want to go to America and do crime. I guess they put a wall and I'm not going to I'm not going to go to America now. Like, oh, my gosh. There's a wall now. I guess I shouldn't go over there. Can't go to America and do crime now, everybody. Shucks. 
I like the fuck. I like the theory that I, I mean I I listen to a lot of news, but the the one the one thing that I've heard that I don't remember us ever ta- uh, talking about, and I haven't heard you guys talk about in recent past episodes that I haven't been on, um, was that um, possibly maybe the spike of because it's it's the. It, Oh my god, I'm so fucking stuttering. I apologize, everybody. The last 12 years, immigration, illegal immigration, is the lowest it's been. Is that my correct? Correct. Okay. Oh yeah, border, border crossings up until recently, uh, where there's been you know some some influx, but yeah, right. have have been the lowest they've been in decades. I would, uh, I would uh, say that it's fair to argue that because of this manufactured national emergency that the people in uh, the countries that uh, the um, the caravans and things are coming from for people to seek asylum have been told to if you're going to go go fucking now because otherwise it's going to be it's going to be really hard and even more treacherous and pertinent fucking and and yeah did you just yes. say pertinent i did say pertinent impossible pertinent impossible pertinent impossible yes i mean it, you could also make the case that just the the situations in their home countries is becoming so untenable especially in central america where yeah. a lot of these folks are coming from but it's it to me it's it's kind of like it, it's getting away from the point to talk about the immigration angle of it uh, because we're, we're talking about a guy who the, the point is that he was arrested he was charged with crimes and he was not you know he wasn't detained he wasn't given back to ice but also you know what crimes was he charged with exactly right why are we like prejudging the fact like we we should have been so outraged this guy was had uh, possessed methamphetamine and we should have okay. used that as a reason to say like he's going to commit murder one day and <laughs> detain him like you this know there's no way to predict what the, these kind of things happening this guy is this guy is an opportunity for people like laura ingram yes, yes. correct like, she's i i i don't okay i try not to do this thing where i try to read people's mind right because laura ingram may not give a fuck but from the point of view of her brand and the thing that she's pushing to try to get views and clicks this is a good piece of information for me this is a bad piece of information i hear the crime was rather brutal and uh and that it that it was yeah that it was pretty horrible but i don't i guess like yeah i don't i don't do what laura ingram does like i don't i don't want something like I don't want something super bad to happen and it to be somebody out, somebody in my out group or whatever. Just like I don't want Madison Star Moon to go on a shooting rampage, right? Uh, Madison Star Moon, if you're listening, don't go on a shooting rampage. Definitely so. do not. <laughs> Unless it's at the clouds. What goes up must come down. Oh, oh, even, e- even on the flat earth, I guess it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> my, I, the point I guess I'm trying to make is that if he, oh, the, uh, all the righties and Laura Ingram and all the reactionaries including our mayor and our police chief apparently are saying you know oh well the county should have done something and gotten together with ICE and deported the guy okay so now he's down in Mexico or wherever he's from mm-hmm. committing crimes and killing people and killing Bambi down in Mexico yeah. right oh so we don't care because it's in Mexico it's not in San Jose right well, like, we don't, let's, we, let's let's examine the underlying problem here like how how can we have helped this guy earlier on in the system or, or found this guy earlier in the system and given him the support he needed to not go you know further down the road of drugs and mental illness and commit this awful act listen deporting him is a is a double-edged sword right yeah and he'd already been deported before well the two edges are one you got to rah rah deport people in america and two in the future if you need to decide how crime how high crime in mexico is if you keep deporting all these criminals back to mexico right now mexico <laughs> you're just going to increase the crime rate because because and force yeah. more innocent people to you know flee because they can't deal with the crime 
But like four years from now, if like fucking, if it's like fucking Pepe for, if like Pepe is like the official uh, uh, moniker of the GOP and shit, like <laughs> if it's like Pepe or if it's Pepe or like, like, like the 14 words or whatever it is, like if that's, if it's one four W or, you know, yeah. there's all kinds of stuff. Or if it was where we go one, we go all, if it's oh, that weird QAnon shit, Lord. like once we're all the way down the rabbit hole, I'm just telling you, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta consider this. The illegals. The illegal. Once we're all the way down the rabbit hole, those people could be from somewhere else. I mean. We've been pretty far down the rabbit hole. The QAnon thing is. Well, we'll get into that later. I know. Oh, but that. Musically. Oh, the guy that I interviewed, though, he, he explained it very quickly. Oh, good. Very good. Um, so we're gonna, uh, just a real quick plug. We are going to be getting deeper into this story because it's it's an evolving story. Um, there will be some shenanigans probably at the, the county supervisors meeting on Tuesday. Definitely what, check what, that out. By what the, the way. councilman means to say is we'll do a good job of covering that on one of our other shows. Yeah. So you might have heard of our, sh- our show Down Ballot where we explore uh, local political uh, derp. So I uh, will be recording next, I believe, on April the 6th. So please check that out live at 7 p.m. Pacific and then we'll be putting it up uh later on as usual so yeah eventually please listen to down ballot down ballot down ballot <laughs> we're writing the jingle all right next <laughs> let's move on dun 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 speaking da, of jingles da, 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 da. hey copyright da, da, da. oh sorry yeah just oh. play the just play the clip this is the house in question, and there's been some major paintwork done on this house over the last year and a half, but what many people have the biggest issue with is what's in the backyard. Some neighbors say the owner has just gone a little too far. I don't like the way she did the backyard. You know, when I pass by 280 and look at that, you know, this is Hillsboro, not a amusement park. From T-Rexes to elephants, a prehistoric theme has taken over the backyard of what's known as the Flintstone home. Even in the front driveway, a Yabba Dabba Doo sign greets visitors on their way in. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Yabba, Yabba Dabba Doo. Petty Betty needs to shut her fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and let people fucking enjoy things. Yeah, Petty but- Betty. Petty Betty needs no. to shut the fuck up and let people enjoy some stuff. She needs to They're shut her mouth with a bunch hurting of burger. anybody. She's like three years away from being blind anyway. So just like shut up and well, let. On another clip we saw of the same story, they actually found some neighbors who were totally cool with it, including, including this nice little white-haired old like, white lady who was like, oh, I just think it's adorable and She's I never fun. noticed any problem. It's the Flintstone house. Yeah. <laughs> God, Karen, you're so stupid. Yeah. So... Shut the fuck up and let people enjoy things. Her hair is going to go full Scion. <sighs> Super Scion. No, that, I mean, people were, okay, so they filed a complaint <laughs> that some of the metal sculpted animals fall within the requirements of having to be permitted fucking objects. So they don't have the permits for the fucking, for the brontosaurus. So now... Do you know how much Correct. a fucking brontosaurus fucking permit is now? In the, in the next clip, you will hear from City of Hillsborough officials about uh, why they had to file suit against the nice little old lady owner of the Flintstone house. This property has always caught people's eye from the 280 highway, but now, with the additions, some say it's an eyesore. You have to, how do you say, uh, go with... The area, you know, not 
I like that. Neighbor complaints led to a formal proceeding in front of the Hillsborough Administrative Hearing Panel, which decided all the statues had to come down. Well, you can't let people build first and then ask for permission later. But after numerous attempts to have the homeowner, Florence Fang, comply with the panel's recommendations failed, the city took legal action. I sent her a letter back in January, which she ignored, and therefore we had to file the lawsuit because it was clear she was not going to remove any of this work. Well, Fuck this dude. If it was Reading, nobody would ask any fucking questions. They would just come and like tear the fucking structures down. Yeah, they would just steal your dinosaur and scrap it yeah. for the fucking recycling money. Yeah, that but wouldn't that even would be the government. That would just be the tweakers. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That a giant you fucking a, metal dinosaur. Bought like a fucking stolen little BMX bike for a fucking t- 10-year-old <laughs> <laughs> cruising down the street. All the copper that was in the structures are now on the back of that. They have the dinosaur <laughs> on the back and then another bike that they're taking with them. <laughs> <laughs> My friend loaned it to me. Well, I just love the bureaucracy of this whole thing like town of hillsborough like you know the neighbors going to, to city hall and having to do this grievance hearing when they could have just freaking had a conversation you know and they, they didn't the the city official trying to justify it and saying well they didn't fit permit specifications with the brontosaurus it's like <laughs> <laughs> come on i'm just telling you do you know what kind of hoops you need to jump through for a brontosaurus permit i know a mammoth i'm, sh- I'm a sure it's mammoth one is even harder i was gonna say i'm sure it's substantial one. hey man if you're trying to get a brontosaurus permit you'll turn into a libertarian real fast oh, that's all i'm shit. saying maybe even an anarchist anyway Fuck. for anyone who's at, who's lived in the bay area for a minute you know, you go up 280 to San Francisco or becoming, you know, you're going to see this house. You've yeah. seen it before. It stands out. It's always stood out. It doesn't matter how it's painted or what's yeah. in the yard. It's, always, it's, it's supposed to it's stand out. It was white before, right? It yeah. was like, or, or like stucco colored or, or a, adobe colored, but well, it, yeah. it's always been, it's supposed to have stood out. It was a, a experimental housing structure having to do with like new insulation. Honestly, it, was it had nothing in to do 1976. with 1976. Yeah, it had nothing yes. to do with like, the Flintstones. It's yeah, one, it's, it's one year older than me. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Don't built. It was up. supposed to have. Uh, well, it, the, the architect who built it built it with a lot of um, new and like groundbreaking fucking building materials and techniques. For and uh, and then yeah, it was white. My dad and I used to call it the Anhill House when we would drive. Yeah, yeah. that's what we used to call it yeah. too. Yeah, it's the Anhill House. So, so there you go. So of course, I like it the way it is now. It's yeah. fine. Oh, there's a, there's one more clip, right? It's a fucking house. The city of Hillsborough says there are two concerns, the way the new landscaping looks and safety. It alleges some of the decking and stairs do not have safety rails. As for the statues, the city is worried about them being a potential hazard. We don't know whether or not those statues are going to hold up uh, in weather or an earthquake because we had no building permits and therefore don't know how they were installed. Now, Hudak says that Fang does not live here, but holds events here. We reached out to Florence Fang. She was not available for a comment, but her grandson texted me back late this afternoon. He says that his grandma hasn't been even served the papers yet. She just found out about the story in the news. He is sure that she is going to fight this to keep the Flintstone house the way it is. So stay tuned. So Good. they said that they don't know how it's going to, how the fucking the brontosaurus or whatever is going to stand up to weather or an earthquake. Is it like Spider-Man and shit where there's like an earthquake going to happen and the brontosaurus is going to be on the loose? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, anybody who has seen, listen, Linda, anybody who <laughs> has seen one of it's, these. It's like Karen, but she lives in Hillsborough. This is Petty <laughs> Betty that's bitching about this. Dude. I'm telling you, it's Petty fucking Betty. So. Anybody who's seen these huge metal sculptures, first of all, they weigh 
a fuck ton, a metric fuck ton, if you will. Like, like, like the kind of weather we got here isn't going to blow them away. Yeah. yeah. And if an earthquake knocks them loose, you got bigger problems. Second of all, (laughs) you can afford that house in Hillsborough. And you can afford those big metal sculptures. You and got cute, insurance, right? You and got the, well, fuck you money. You got fuck you money. <laughs> and you can afford all those cute little mushrooms. She don't even live in the house. Mushrooms. She don't even live in the house. She the, does events at the house. Yeah, parties. <laughs> She's, she lives in China. Oh, our, our goal, our goal for 2019, our goal for 2019 should be get to get invited to a party at that house. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying. And by the way, the house was, I think, what did we go for? Go with 3.5 million when it sold? Something like that? 3.5, yep. 4 million? That's, that's incredibly reasonable Anyways, to piss everybody off. So this you much. can afford to <laughs> anchor the fucking brontosaurus to the ground properly. And you surrounded by zero fucks. Actually. I think the weight of the brontosaurus is probably anchored. I'm just telling you, man, if the fucking earthquake happens and that brontosaurus is on the loose because of the earthquake, your house already got crushed. They like, will roll down a hill. There's, there's no back neighbors. <laughs> Okay, check this out. I really want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was Sounds thinking. Is like the, if you're talking about the brontosaurus on the loose, it's actually sliding down the hillside towards yeah. the you know yeah. the ravine yeah, below. Yeah, I really want that to happen. I think there is a road down there at some point, but it yeah. backs up to a green belt. There's nothing behind it. That's fantastic. This is fan. I want. I think they should set it loose. Producer Dave, you just need to be there. We need to have a change.org. Free the brontosaurus. Free the brontosaurus. Free the brontosaurus. Free the triceratops. Chat room, your duty before the end of the docket is to create a change.org petition to save the brontosaurus. No, to free it. Free the brontosaurus from the Flintstone house and to post the link in the chat room. Let it go down the hill. <laughs> the first, the first patron that does that, I will increase my my patronage by a dollar, and I will do it in, in honor of whoever does that. Look at this guy on double duty, creating content and fucking paying us more money to being on the podcast he, he's on. He's got, he's got the beard for it, so I'll make you. I'll make you an informal dollar patron. How about that? All right, we got to move on. This next one, I'm just not even. It doesn't even matter. Here's the clip. Some students in the Northampton area school district ended up stranded this afternoon, stranded on their bus. Their bus driver apparently abandoned the bus. The superintendent tells 69 News there was some kind of disturbance on a bus carrying middle school and high school students when the driver pulled into a gas station, got out, and walked away. WFNZ's Josh Raltenberg joins us in the newsroom. And Josh, I understand there's some late-breaking developments. Yeah, Rob, about 10 minutes ago, we were informed that state police arrested and charged 44-year-old Lorianne Mancos of Walnutport, Northampton County, with DUI and 26 counts of endangering the welfare of children, among other things. They are continuing to investigate, as is Northampton Area School District. If that state has the death penalty, that bitch is fucked. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, seriously. I mean, I have kids. I've wanted to say fucking fuck this shit and leave them at a gas station, but that's, that's just, that's just but, but wait a minute. Wait do. a minute. To wait, be fair, th- these weren't his. These weren't his kids. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, Which is her makes- kid, Lorianne, right? Lorianne. Uh, oh, her, Lorianne. Lori- these weren't her. Lorianne had had enough. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like or. it's not like leaving your own kids at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> from what we can That's tell reasonable from what we can tell from this student uh video uh you know cell phone videos and also uh, uh testimony here it seems like Lorraine was having a pretty bad day before the whole bus ride ensued in the meantime we spoke with a student who was on the bus this afternoon he says he and his classmates were all scared should we follow her this is a video taken by a Northampton area school student allegedly showing their bus driver leaving a bunch of kids stranded at a gas station in Bath, Northampton County. I thought we got a good lady, but uh, apparently, apparently I'm wrong. 
16-year-old Mason Persiani says when he got on the bus at Northampton Senior High School around 10 of 3 Friday afternoon, he felt his bus driver was agitated. Minutes later, as the driver was driving kids on her normal route, another video captures kids in a panic. Oh my God, I'm literally getting off the bus. Persiani claims the driver was swerving. Uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. I'm fuck out. you, I'm out. I'm out. I just want you to know I'm only figuratively getting off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally, oh my god. I'm basically getting off In the spirit. bus. spirit. <laughs> I'm actually getting off the bus. <laughs> Sorry, pet peeve. Pet peeve. <laughs> I'm literally actually getting off this bus. <laughs> yes, but... Uh, uh, oh shit, is that Mike Thornwick? Really, really... Uh, you know, stand up from the students. You know, getting this on on tape and on on video, but uh, on tape. We're I don't know. Old. You know, she she does deny that anything really was going on, um, and that she was you know, and she denies she was intoxicated or anything like that. But we'll we'll see what ends up coming out of this. But there's one more clip, I believe, at least. She ended up being halfway into the opposing lane of traffic. That was probably the scariest point in the ride. Um, at that point, my heart was racing. I was pretty nervous. Call the school. I am like, this is not even funny. Mason says at first, students were joking about the drivers driving until they couldn't take it anymore. Pull over. You can hear a student telling the driver to pull over. At first, Persiani claims the driver refused. And she ended up uh, telling us to, I don't know if I can curse, but she told us to go f*** ourselves and uh, flipped us off, you know, stuck her hand in the air and flipped us off. Then there was this exchange. Yes! Yes! <laughs> so it sounds like yes. these kids were being dicks. Right? Although you have to admit, like, they must have been really pissed off if they were willing to have the bus driver call their parents. I mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, the kids were like, call my parents. They're probably legit worried. Yeah. Yeah. So like, she must have been driving that. crazy. They're like, please do that this age <laughs> like my, my parents never get a call now, from anybody saying that i did something smart uh, now, <laughs> now i've worked in education and i might have been in a position to know when some bus drivers did some stuff that was not entirely on the up and up and you know in terms of safety and whatnot mm. um so this actually falls on a pretty low on the spectrum of things that i've, I've heard of before <laughs> to be honest with you but and i i could totally see someone just checking out and be like I'm out, fuck it, and just walking away. But you're walking away from 26 That's high school lot, yeah. students with on a bus with, who you are responsible for. Granted, all with cell phones. phones. Yeah, and your, and your job description says you are, it, the, like the rules of the district say you are responsible for these students while they're on your bus. They you know? may be entitled little shits, but they're still responsible for yes. them. They're, you're you may be drunk. little shits. <laughs> and you may, you know, but so you can't leave the bus. Like you have to own up, take your penalty, and just pull over. I Let wonder come and relieve you. I wonder if the drinking started before or after the kids boarded. Before, probably. <laughs> or it started last you, night. I'll tell you this much. The bus drivers more than likely aren't unionized, so yeah. she has no backup, so she's probably like, has no idea what would happen if they did find her, so maybe she's just freaking out and she just bolted, but you yeah. know, at some point you just got to sit there and hope <sighs> that they take it easy on you and let someone come and relieve you. If I'm sorry. If that's what's going on. I'm very sorry. I have one more clip. Eventually, the driver parked the bus at a gas station on Route 512 in Bath, but Persiani claims the driver wouldn't let kids off the front of the bus. Oh, the, bus. Yeah. the video shows the kids getting out the back. 
That's when the school district says around 3, the driver got off as well and walked away, leaving 30 or so middle and high school kids stranded. Well, I would certainly like an explanation. Anthony, Mason's dad, picked him and his brother up at the gas station. Many other parents did as well. Now, the good news is all the kids are safe and unharmed. Again, state police have arrested and charged 44-year-old Lorianne Mancos with DUI and 26 counts of endangering the welfare of children. Like, she get like three months. Most, <laughs> but to be honest, she'd probably get less if she just hadn't walked away from the like scene. Like most of the kids called their parents, and like half a dozen just called themselves an Uber. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys want to split an Uber? I want to go to like uh, let's, let's go, go to Whataburger on the way over. Dakota. Where, yeah, where are, they, where are they at again? I don't know where they're at, but uh, North Carolina. North Car- yeah, let's go to. What, what do they have out there? Rayleigh's Sonic. Shake, 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 and shake. Waffle House. Waffle House. Waffle House. Ooh, waffle shake, waffle House. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, just if you're a bus driver, please White don't castle. leave your kids. Like, yeah. even if you're drunk, just pass out and let them come and do it. Not the while the bus way. is moving, though. And just, get unionized. That just way pass the pint to the student and let him drive. Oh God! So are we, Dave? Are we going down under? We are going down under. Oh, down under! Oh my goodness! Heads up, Sammy. Uh, check this out. So, just so you know, before we start this clip, the only piece of information I'm going to give you, and the only lead-in we're going to give you, is that triple zero in Australia is nine one one. Facebook and Instagram are reportedly experiencing mass outages this morning. Users worldwide say they are receiving a message claiming the sites are down for maintenance. The social network took to Twitter explaining they are working to resolve the issue and Queensland police are saying, please don't call triple zero. Holy shit. You think Mark Zuckerberg was like, hey guys, watch this. (laughs) 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 And then turns it back on. Do you think do you think people were calling the emergency number because Facebook was down? Like places in the. Do you think there was any substantial number of people doing that? I have a tendency to think that anytime one of these things that comes up that says, oh, you know, like the Nest Cam thing. Remember when they were. There was like somebody was saying that the North Korea had fired missiles at the United States through the Nest Cam. And the, I have a tendency to think that when stories like that hit the news, that it is the spawn of a well-placed troll. And it is because you, Producer Dave, have turned me into a cynic, (laughs) and traveling down the rabbit hole with you has hardened those cynical fucking sniffers. I just can't. So... Do you think just trolls were calling triple zero to tell them that Facebook was down? So it would make the news. This is... This this requires some assumptions, but not a whole lot of assumptions, because we the Aussies we know are trolls. Yeah. So we're a little bit biased. We're a little bit of self-selecting, like who would listen to our show, but trolls. Okay. Just for an example, I have requested that a group of troll friends just put laughing smileys on somebody's page because I wanted to annoy that oh, person. Oh, and it fucking blew up, too. It was like, and like, <laughs> it was like within an hour... No, no, not that many. But uh, within like an hour, 100. like every post for like three days back had like 18 laughing smileys on every fucking post. I don't think that it would be very difficult to put an ad up somewhere or to just drop a... Th- you know, it would be really funny is if uh, everybody right now called triple zero and said, oh my God, Facebook is down, what do I do? Oh, that wouldn't be funny because it's an emergency. Well, number. trolls aren't all funny. Thing. I mean, Tim Miller. So, <laughs> Tim, 
two things. Okay. Yes, people, shit tons of people definitely would call 911 if this was, you know, if this happened. When this happened here, I'm guessing 911 was probably blown up with people calling. Yeah. Or at least 311. Half of those people were trolling because how could you prove that they were disingenuous, that they didn't really think it was an emergency? That's true. But I, mean, I, I also just think people are dumb, dumb and they'll. They, you know, they'll, this is also they'll call. They they blame government. They blame whoever is easiest, and they know nine one one, so they're going to call that and blame them. That's my first thing. But I'll let, take it back. I'm sorry to interrupt your two things, it's but fun. I would like to remind everybody on this show that Madison Star Moon called the fucking nine one one when someone she thought someone was spraying a bunch of people, like right. a bunch of things. So. um I don't care if you're a troll, you're not a troll. There are people that's stupid. Right. So a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I love it. Councilman. Well, I, I also, the thing too is that uh, I do love this concept of Mark Zuckerberg sitting in some like enclosed, <laughs> enclosed room <laughs> with a button, just him and a button <laughs> on off. And it's just like, on, He would never turn the network off. Absolutely not. Profound, you know, no, he's got the cameras on. No, because no, he no, would yeah. power you're, you're, down no, at the right. same time. You're right. That, either that or just right. just that he would lose like some like point zero five two one percent of his like date his like weekly net fucking profit margin I, fucking it, robot like shit. I think it's beyond even that, man. I think it's like it, it goes to the the ego, oh. right? Like just to to have it down at all. For a moment, is an is an insult to him, right? It's it's a it's a black Good, market. His right. The true switch on if, off switch. If Russia helped Trump, the situation get elected, it's a besmirch on the situation, right? No right. matter if he colluded with him or not, because uh, that's but, it, it, but, but he didn't, but he didn't get there on his own. But none of this is ever a besmirch on fucking Mark Zuckerberg, because you know what? He's just he's like this. He's like he's almost the eight, he's like almost everyone here's age. He's like in the like his late thirties or whatever. Yeah. But he's like they We're he's, the same age. He's talked about as if he's some like, like disoriented and lost boy genius who has created this thing that he doesn't really it's understand. Because of that movie, it's like that fucking movie came out and movies make people sympathetic characters, even if they're portrayed yeah. as he is in that movie as a total asshole. Well, uh, who's the actor that was? Men's rights activists love Mark Jesse Zuckerberg. Eisen- Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg is kind of adorable. He's the lovable. He's the lovable nerd. Right? He's the lovable. Yeah, and they yeah, picked the lovable nerd to play. The asshole. You know, if they really want, they would have Stefan Molyneux playing. Check this out. Check this out. Who would play Stefan Molyneux in uh, his biopic? Bruce Willis. Eminem. (laughs) (laughs) Eminem would be really mad if he had to play Stefan Molyneux. Eminem would be like, Eminem would be like, what are you talking about, race and IQ? What are you talking about, race and IQ? You met Dr. Dre before? Please. (laughs) Please. The Rock. The true on-off switch to Facebook is located on a pacemaker within Mike Mark Zuckerberg's heart. So what I was hoping that was going to happen was that the whole thing would have been busted and we would have had to all start over. That would have been well, so great. That would have been super great. I actually realized it was down when I was I was logged in at the time and I went to log out and I hadn't logged out in a while, so I went to drop down the menu where you can log out and it froze. Right, it wouldn't drop down the menu at mm-hmm. all. And I'm like. They're trying, they're trying to keep me on Facebook forever. <laughs> I'll never be able to log out. <laughs> you went Madison Star Moon on it. Uh, right? Is I, that, I, I could do everything else. I could actually navigate, but I couldn't get access to the drop down to log out. I had out. no idea it went down until no. I saw the producer talking in the in the lobby or in the podcast group on that was a uh, podcast Discord. Movement. Um, on Discord. Discord is the shit. It Discord is the shit. Um, but I. Because of this new job, I don't go on Facebook during the day. So I had no idea that it went down. 
we're going to move on to our next story. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> well, thank you. How'd you fucking do that, guys? So there's, <laughs> there's no script. We've been on the show together too long. <laughs> so check this out. There's a show. It's on Fox. It's called The Five. Oh, wow. Okay, there's a show on Fox News. It's called The Five. It's like this show, but like less interesting or talented people talking about uh, less important things. And far too overfunded. And it is funded incredibly. And this is this lady, Katie Palvich. She's going to talk about why Trump... Uh, knows about planes and it's only uh nine seconds to give president trump some credit everyone's like oh what does he know about planes for uh, the guys owned planes his entire life and he, you know when you own a private plane you know about the way it functions no, no you don't <laughs> see no. actually yeah, i own myself a car a lot of people own themselves a car <laughs> everybody knows how to fix a car right i, I would argue that no ma- the more money you have and the more expensive your ride is no matter if it's the a ride or a plane less. The, the least you know about how it actually exactly. functions <laughs> what's he gonna do like open it up and be like oh there it is and push the fucking that's, on that's button a, that's a direct ratio <laughs> isn't there like wasn't one of his planes like a jumbo jet with his name on it like I, I don't really expect, like, the president to know that much about a jumbo jet. Like, it's like a dumb thing. Like Bruce Dickinson, on the other hand, knows everything about planes. And that's it. I, I think the, this table collectively knows a shit ton more about a, how a jumbo jet works than the president of the United States yeah. does. I mean, that's Taku funny. does. That's, that's pretty sure. funny, though. Bruce Dickinson is the lead singer from <laughs> Maiden Right. Is that the right name? <laughs> Oh, All right, we got, we got crazy old Uncle Patty's going to be talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, we're in the lightning. We're, we're in the lightning round, everybody. It's a strange thing when a young woman with no particular education uh, to speak of, who's had a career, I believe, as a uh, what is it, a bartender? I think she suddenly is making pronouncements about climate change. Now she's making a pronouncement about capitalism. And the thing is, the media is following it like, like she's some guru from off the, the Mount uh, Olympus. And she just doesn't know what she's talking about. I think this motherfucker doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Olympus? What the fuck? Okay, no education to speak of. I believe she has a degree from, is it Boston University? Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's, no, she's like, she has a degree from like Harvard or, or something. She's She has, and her degree is like for, if she was going to be a lawyer, it's the degree No, it was like get. finance or something like yeah, that. I don't remember what it was, but she has, she's probably more educated than Pat Robertson. Yeah. And more people follow her on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder what Mr. Pat Robertson did in this You know what, Pat Robertson life, might know? be punching up and I might not even like care that much about this. <laughs> Pat Robertson ain't got no power anymore. I just, I, I, okay, first of all, just because you don't like what people have to say, it doesn't mean that it's not true. Um, second of all, you're going to... That's gonna, like one of the, that's, a, one yeah, of the, just that's, just, that's like one of the things that should go without saying when you listen to this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> also, you're going to hear a lot about capitalism and income inequality and democratic socialism and the revamping of our political system and our social system and everything in this next election. So either put in some fucking earplugs or put yourself in fucking cryostasis or something, Uncle Pat, because your head's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Robertson, you know, on, on fucking Futurama, the little fucking heads, he wouldn't even be okay as one of those because they can hear. It'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> 
And in the ultimate case of projection, he says the media is uh, the media are obsessing over Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, where in, when in fact it's Pat Robertson and all Be of the righties. Yeah, they're all triggered by this girl. I love it. So I, I, love hope, it I hope she runs for president in eight years. I mean, or seriously, whenever, I whenever love everything about this can. woman. Like, yeah. Yeah. please, 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 please make them make them not go just crazy. her. All of All the, the freshmen are killing it right yeah. now. They yeah. are fucking awesome. They're going into these hearings and these uh, and these fucking panels and things like you should. You're not going in there to make a fucking speech. You're going in there to ask a witness fucking questions. It's like a it's like a it's fucking, like arguing on Twitter. You have five minutes. It's, you only have five minutes. It's so like you, arguing on Twitter. Yeah, it's yes. like arguing on Twitter. But you only have 240 characters on Twitter. It's it's like arguing on Twitter when you only add a, a fucking 140. 40, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just ask your question and you let them say some dumb shit after you ask your question so that the video of that ends up on Twitter. Exactly. So just because she is asking and getting to her point quickly, clearly and concisely so she can get a clear yes or no answer or whether or not exactly (laughs) or whether or not you can even answer a motherfucking question. Most that's most of the case. And that Italians coming out, guys. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> are you telling me are so what you are you saying telling is, me? Is you don't like this girl because she's telling you what you don't like it in here well I'm going to tell you right now that you should go fuck yourself and uh, get used to it the, the, yeah. right, this is the lightning round we're going to move on to the next one we got Sebastian Gorka on his radio greetings. show I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about in this clip if he doesn't I just, say greetings I'm going to be sad. he's not going to say that oh, he, come on. He, we're the only ones that can you get me a beer can fucking you thank you. So check this out. I feel like Sebastian Gorka's radio show is going to provide us endless entertainment in 2019. And I'll say something that some today deem controversial, but it is not. It is just a statement of fact. Some civilizations are better than others, and ours, the Judeo-Christian civilization, is the best of all because it is based on human dignity, free will, and justice based on objective truth. The building block of that civilization is the family. Those are certainly words, and he strung them all together. Um, and he's also an unpunched Nazi. That's really I would assume that he's probably been a punch Nazi at least a couple of times in his life. Yeah, try to try to try to imagine a world in which in which since he's been like 25 years old, nobody has just like sucker punched uh, Sebastian Gorka like at the pub or something. I gotta you know call out the elephant in the room. Sebastian Gorka has a f- voice for radio. Like that's Sebastian a powerful Gorka. radio voice. I have to say, he's he's spewing absolute bullshit, you know, word salad. But he needs to be the bad guy in like Lethal Weapon Twelve. <laughs> Diplomatic who's, immunity. Who, who said we were terrorists? <laughs> <laughs> what you got today in harmless end user treason, Sebastian? <laughs> harmless end user treason. Yep. <laughs> Yippee Kaye. Oh, sorry, that's Roger Stone. <laughs> Sebastian is not the end user of treason. <laughs> Sebastian's like the middleman. Yeah. Sebastian Gorka's going to cash in because that's the key to good business is being a good middleman. But mm-hmm. of course, I'm writing my book as we speak. Mm, donate to my Greetings. Patreon. <laughs> Go no. to my Patreon. <laughs> so I feel like Give it's, it's been a very long time since we've done any Kevin Swanson, but this guy is back with a vengeance. Repent. I feel like he's. He was on like a single digit episode number of this show, right? Yes. Like, What's he talking about this time? 
Uh, the same shit. Here we go. Back on the Generations Radio broadcast, this is Kevin Swanson, a homeschool father of five, also a pastor of a church out here in the Eastern Plains of Colorado. Two and a half years ago, we took a stand against the Girl Scouts, against all of the political pushback and, of course, the media pushback. That's that's the primary form of persecution you get these days, and you probably lose a fair number of friends. You don't gain friends, certainly, over exposing the Girl Scouts. It is, it's an American icon. That's one reason why people aren't going to be all that impressed with you taking something of a stand against an organization that uh, promotes lesbianism and abortion and contraception for 14-year-old girls. Whoa. Whoa. What? What the fuck? Yeah, I walked into <laughs> this shit. What the hell? Is, uh, what? That escalated very quickly. Number uh, one. Hold Number on, one. Let, let, hold on. Hold on, good wife. You you have the floor, but I'm going to play the, the very end of this again. All that impressed with you taking something of a stand against an organization that uh, promotes lesbianism and abortion and contraception for 14-year-old girls. So does that make the Boy Scouts... Gay. Gay? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, God, seriously, what did these little bitches do to you? Are you mad, bruh? You're mad because, what? Girls are better than boys. The Girl Scouts are fucking... They got the cookies. They kill it. They got they, the cookies. They're fundamentally better than the Boy Scouts. They are fundamentally better than the Boy Scouts. They Thin don't meds. participate in the fucking right wing bullshit. Yeah, how did the they Boy Scouts? They don't pay in money. They don't pay like into those packs. They don't do any of that. They political. don't have a lobby group. They don't have a lobby group. I mean, I mean, they do, but they're just like nice girls selling you a cookie. Literally, it's girls selling you cookies. Donald Trump doesn't come to speak at their jamboree. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, if they he- allow transgendered women. Two words: thin mints. Thin mints, As the studio thin, goes silent. Thin, thin mints have made the world a better place. Well, <laughs> it's fucking true, though. Okay, so Kevin Swanson made a very strong appearance earlier in the, the way back machine of this show, like yeah. when we first started doing this. Mm-hmm. I think we were talking about how uh, Right Wing Watch got kicked off for posting. Is he, are we getting a call back? Oh, we are. Now, we also took a stand against How to Train Your Dragon and oh. Harry Potter for the homosexual mentors. Provided to little boys. And we felt that was sort of a bad deal, bringing back the Greek gymnasium vision. We didn't particularly like that. And uh, we raised some concerns about that. Of course, you don't gain friends doing this kind of thing. I know that. I, I know your ministry is not going to do well. This is not how you build the mega church. But friends, I don't care. I really don't care. Not points I do. I have to admit that occasionally my pride is affected. And when we take the hits... As an organization, very, very difficult. And it's nice to move product and gain listeners and so forth. Yeah, it is nice to move product and gain listeners and so forth. So don't be a fucking dick. Was he saying that how to, was he saying that how to train your dragon was like homoerotic or something? I think that he jacks off to it. That's what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He's like, that shit's great. <laughs> I think like he's just projecting all this. He's like, he's like, he's like, you know what? He's like, I, I'm going to do some research. I'm going to like find all these kids movies and I'm going to jack off to them because that's not weird. He just calls his shit the dragon. So he's like, finally, now I know how to this train my dragon. This would be an opportune time for the weird way of doing sex soundboard clips. See? Oh, there we go. Weird way of doing sex. <laughs> <laughs> see, you know exactly where that one is. <laughs> Hold on. It's going to get, I don't know. He's. Kevin Swanson, like he's been he's been out for a while, but this is some this is some top quality nonsense right here. Yeah, I understand you don't gain much ground when you take on American icons, but we take Matthew eighteen six seriously, friends. It's our Lord Jesus Christ 
he said it in no uncertain terms. If somebody offends one of these little ones who believes in me, it would be better for him that a millstone be hanged around his neck and he be ground at the bottom of the sea. The mafia treatment, this is what? one of Jesus' most serious statements ever made in all of his ministry. And I just, I, I got to take that seriously that Jesus means it when he says... If you offend one of these little ones, and when you make the wrong choices in terms of their paideia, their training, and you set them before how to train your dragon mentors who happen to be homosexuals, or movies that promote homosexuality, or organizations that promote homosexuality, when you offend one of these little ones that believes in me, it would be better for you that a millstone be hanged around your neck, and you be drowned at the bottom of the sea. Those are serious words, Steve. And you got to take him seriously. Yes. If you believe that Jesus Christ is oh, God, he's the very source of truth, and he means what he says, you got to take what he says, and you have to apply it. Kevin Swanson, more people listen to our show than listen to your show. You should come on our show. <laughs> you, what you need to do is take everything that Jesus said completely out of context um, on a sentence-by-sentence basis and repeat it on the air and tell your listeners that it's justification for them to vote for Donald Trump in 2020. And that only you know how to interpret this, so it, it, it uh, relates Jim to... Jim Lee shit right It there. relates to their lives, mm-hmm. and therefore that they should send you money. Yes, I, I don't think you've ever thought about it this way, and I want to just expand your minds here by by telling you about the true meaning of Jesus. And it's, you it, will it, be safe. It's, it's orthodontia. We want to challenge parents... On this radio program, not to give your 14-year-old girls abortifacients and contraceptives, but rather bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Don't train your little girls to be feminists. Okay. Okay. This motherfucker can go fuck himself. He's fired. Okay. You Wait, wait, wait. wait, This is a bold move. Agreed. You made the good wife mad. Fired. So moved. Move on. I don't really have any... Listen, as the only two women on this fucking panel, this motherfucker wants us to not, quote, teach our kids about how to fucking not fucking get pregnant like idiots. It's not just not get pregnant like idiots. It's the it's the whole it's like sometimes birth control will ease with fucking with people's women's periods and things, especially when you're young and it's all fucking flailing and out of control. Agreed. But like, and so like, you don't know shit, basically. You don't know shit about my uterus. Yeah. You don't know shit. You don't know shit. Go fuck yourself. All right. Well, as if I have not made the media wench and the good wife mad enough, here's a Dave Rubin on the Tucker Carlson show. Hold on. We got to do this again. <laughs> Dave Rubin hosts the Rubin Report. We don't agree on everything politically, but he is a sincere believer in free speech. We wanted to talk to him tonight. Dave, thanks very much for coming on. I'm starting to think that a lot of us overestimated the willingness of the Democratic establishment to coexist with people who disagree with them and underestimated the real threat, the actual existential threat to speech that we face now. Do you think that's right? Well, I wish I could say that this whole situation is shocking, but this is exactly what I've been raising the alarm about on my show for the last five or so years. As you know, I come from the left. I was a progressive. I still consider myself a liberal in the best sense of liberalism, classical liberalism, uh, and I believe in the individual and all of that stuff that we've talked about several times. Oh, all that stuff we've talked about several times. Dave Rubin is is the fucking Madison star moon of the alt right. I don't want to hear Tucker Carlson unless he's getting owned by somebody. This is just Dave Rubin owning himself on Tucker Carlson's show because Dave Rubin is dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the best kind of owning. Like, cell phone. Self-owned. Self-owned. 
And Dave, and I just want to be on the record here during the show that goes out on the podcast. Now that I think about it, Dave Rubin, you should talk to Sam Cedar from the Majority Report. Yes. Call him brother back. Jesus Christ. Sam, or you should talk to, don't talk to us. 415-903-PLEX. Oh, that's right. The phone lines are going to open up in a minute. Here, hold on. In about seven minutes when we get into red light. Red light. The way that you've responded to the attacks by not apologizing, I think that was exactly the right thing to do. You know, all of us have joked, all of us have made mistakes, all of us have a past, all of us have done things that we're not proud of, and, and a series of other things. If you've lived, you've done those things, including, by the way, the very same Media Matters people who are going after you and all the, the media elite who are revelling. Well, let me, let me, let me just stop you there. I, I agree. Too. And if, if I have wounded someone or wronged someone, I will always apologize to that person and ask for forgiveness. I do it every day. No. I'm not going to apologize Absolutely. to Media Matters or any other Soros-backed pressure group. I haven't wronged them. They've wronged me. I owe them nothing, including an apology. And I will never bow to them, period. So Media Matters does not post Tucker Carlson's content because they want Tucker Carlson to apologize to Media Matters. Mm -hmm. Media Matters only exists because of Tucker Carlson, Mm -hmm. like in a way. Like Media Matters is pulling, it's like right wing watch. They're just pulling, it's like what we do here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except they do it all day, every day. I love that. I love that guy that fucking owned him. Like the day, like two days after we did that that on our show, um, MSNBC did it on there. I'm one of theirs. I can't remember who covered it, but it was fucking just as glorious as it was. (laughs) So what you're saying is they listen to us. Mm. They probably listened to the majority report because the majority (laughs) report had it like the Thursday before our Sunday show where we had it. It's all good stuff, Dave. It's all good. It's all good stuff. Uh, much love to the majority report and I guess sort of MSNBC. Everything's fine and everything's fine and it's great. Here's more Tucker Carlson Thanks. and Dave Rubin. In the last 24 hours, I've received, I don't know, dozens of transcripts of prominent progressives saying awful things on this show or that show or tax from them. You know, we could do a whole show on this. They said it too. I'm not doing that because I think you ought to be able to say what you think. I think you ought to be able to make jokes, make mistakes, and I'm not going to play their game, period. And I don't care if I benefit from it. I'm never doing that. And very quickly, tell us You've thought about this so much, and I hope you'll come back on to further explain it. But what can the average person who is essentially powerless in the face of this do to protect his right to his God-given rights? Start speaking up now. You know, this is this comes up every college I speak at, every public event I speak at. This is what young people are asking about. I'm afraid to speak up. I want to get the grade. I want to get out of school or I don't want to get fired from my job. That that freezing ability that is that is silencing good, decent people who usually lean a little bit right. They're usually libertarians or conservatives, something like that. Imagine if everyone started speaking up. And I don't believe that most people are racist. I don't believe that most people are bigots or want to do harm. I think good people are now afraid to speak and the only way we're going to break this thing and that's why they're coming after you because you've been the most vocal uh, in the mainstream fighting this and if more of us start doing it they can't take us all down and if we don't then we'll get what we deserve which is something far far worse than than this country that they seem to have so many problems with the people that you think should be able to speak are generally probably unpunched nazis and yes those people should be afraid to speak yes that's why because they're unpunched nazis it's not that they shouldn't be able to speak and it's not that it's wrong to hit them it's just that if you're an (laughs) it's just that if you're an unpunched nazi somebody somewhere in the world is going to weigh their options and think it might be worthwhile to take a swing at you it's not it's not that i think that it's right to hit people it's that it's that if if you go around nazi-ing all the time somebody's gonna punch you 
someone's not going to like your Naziing, and they're going to ask you to stop. And if you don't stop, they might punch you. It's really, it's really a public service that I do for you people on Twitter. When I point out that you're an unpunched Nazi, it's really my way of saying you should run and fucking hide. <laughs> or you should shut your fucking mouth. And, run and, and you hide. Know, pro tip for everybody, you know, if you act like you're drunk after you punch a Nazi, you only have to spend a night in the drunk tank and you'll be fine. Oh, see, that's nice. <laughs> Jera Monster with the fucking practical, practical take. PSA. It's like if you're going to carry a baseball bat in your ba- trunk of your car, you please put a, a glove, glove in there ball. too. Your lawyer will well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, he's got to protect the media. <laughs> Come on, this is basic fucking shit guys. yeah he's got to protect the media once when they go up to the state of jefferson i mean there's some hey man, hey man we we cannot pr- plan the revolution on the podcast version of the show if you'd like to <laughs> hear us plan the revolution <laughs> you should uh if you're listening live you just hang out right but if you'd like to hear us plan the revolution and you're not listening live you should join the patreon five dollar level at patreon.com slash echoplex because we're going to go on to the over to the other side of this this thing we're going to go to red light You're gonna play Huxtable? We're gonna play Huxtable. Oh, the lights go dim. Uh, tune in on a Facebook Live. When the lights go red in the for, evening. Ooh, I think I'm gonna play the live version of Huxtable because it's longer. Tune in to Facebook Live. Uh, I don't know, go to Facebook and find Echoplex Media. And uh, you can tune in to like, the video clips from this. And you can only really do that live because I'm going to delete that bitch off of our Facebook after it's gone because then the patrons pay for nothing if I leave it there. So fuck you. Go to ecoplexmedia.com and find out where our social medias are at. Follow us on all the things. This is Huxtable live at Sub-Zero, June 2nd, 2017 by the Rebels Camp, recorded on uh, our very own. Put a napkin over your drink. We got time for one more. Huxtable, did I hear that? Huxtable! And we got a call for our most controversial song. I'm not coming Cover your drinks. Put a napkin over your drinks because it's time for Huxtable. The mind plays oh, tricks. Man. There's always a local love head in the house that wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs>
man. I gotta give the dude props.